You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up? You guys are listening to a Velvet's Edge podcast. I am here with Margaret Josephs from the Real Housewives of New Jersey. I'm so excited. Margaret, how are you? Good. I'm excited to be on this. Thanks for having me. So I have to tell you that I asked a lot of my Velvet's Edge followers what they wanted to know from you, and we got so many questions from the Real Housewives. Oh, I'm excited. I'm excited. But before we get into that, I wanted to start because I'm a huge Real Housewives fan, obviously. But before you were on the Real Housewives, you were a pretty legit businesswoman, and you still run an extremely successful business with the Macbeth Collection. Yes. I mean... So long before the Real Housewives. I say, like, since I'm a child. I started the company, believe it or not, in, like, 1999. And I've had a long time. And we're in licensing, which I think a lot of people don't understand. In 2009, my brand, I, you know, was licensed out, which is basically, we design everything. It's under our label. Other people manufacture it. They sell it. We get paid on royalty. So it's a, it's a great win-win situation for us. We have luggage line, we have cosmetic bags, we're back into clothing, we have pajamas, we have pet stuff. So you can make a broad a range of products that way, and we don't have to manufacture it and take all the time to do all of that. So basically, this is a global lifestyle brand. Yeah, global, global lifestyle brand. We sell, we sell everywhere. We sell in the UK, we sell in Australia, we, we sell everywhere. But we really make, I always say, for the mid-tier and the masses. So it's very affordable, aspirational yet affordable. Right. You say that everyone deserves a little fabulosity in their life. Yes, everyone should have a little fabulosity. Yes, because you know what? Everybody can't always afford the, the Gucci and the Valentino and everything else. And it doesn't cost a lot of money to have great taste and good style. Everything should be affordable to everybody. And let's face it, people on a budget, but you want to have fun to be able to make well I just have to say you're a huge inspiration to me who's also doing or aiming to do a a bigger lifestyle brand but I read on CNN and I hope this doesn't embarrass you to talk about but in 2012 which was obviously years ago you and the Macbeth collection the annual sales were 26 million dollars yes yes that's it that was at retail yes I mean I wish that was all coming to me but again that's licensed sales We've we've grown since then, and I and I get a small percentage of that. Um, those retail sales, yes, it's true. We do. We have a very big retail presence, which I'm very blessed. But you know, you, you cut down the numbers and the wholesale, this it trickles down to the margin. But we're still very successful. I'm very. Lucky. So, did you always know that you wanted to do something like this, or did it start kind of organically? Yes, I went to FIT. I was a dress designer. Prior to having my son, uh, which he was, that was in 1996. So when I graduated FIT, I was, I was 1989. I designed clothing and I said, I always wanted to have my own business. So actually after I had my son, I was like, what am I going to do? 
I started this company. It was, we, there was no storage stylish solutions. I was like, let me make something really cool. I made buckets that said like flip flops, towels, things like that. It really took off like a house on fire, which sounds so crazy. So a lot of it started with like home organization stuff, right? Home organization. Yeah. And we, t- and we sold Neiman Marcus, we sold sex, we sold all different catalogs and it did extremely well, but it was always very girly print driven, um, monogrammed and a lot, a lot of the larger retailers loved our style, but we can never manufacture all different products. I just didn't have the capacity, the wherewithal to do it. No overseas representation. Everything we did was made in the United States. So a licensing agent came to me in 2009 and said to me, all these retailers want you. Why don't you, um, I'll introduce you to all these other manufacturers. They'll do it. You give them your style, your label, your brand, and they'll sell it for you and make all the products. You just, you know, help design it and you'll get a piece of it. I said, that's a great idea. And that took off like a house on fire. Well, it's a huge inspiration to me and it's a huge inspiration to, I'm sure, all of the, those listening right now. Just, I love seeing a woman kicking ass in business. Oh, thank you. I know. I'd love to be you know, with other strong women, you know, we should be lifting each other up, not competitive. Here's a question because I really struggle with this, trying to balance everything work-wise. You do so much. And now with filming with the show and your business and your home life, how do you balance it all? Uh, I, I always say yeah, something always suffers. I always, you know, I don't work out as much as I should. I'm frazzled. I probably don't sleep as much as I should. Everything, something always has to give. My husband's complaining I'm not paying attention to him. You can have it all, but always at a price. You're exhausted. You're these, but you can do it. And and I feel very fulfilled. And I'm very lucky because I have an extremely supportive family. I have an amazing team that works for me. They've been with me a very long time. So it's I, I've been very very fortunate. But nothing comes without pitfalls. You know how it is when you own your own business. I've had numerous lawsuits. Of course, that's come out. Everybody wants a piece of you. When you're doing well, people want to take you down. Everybody, it's been a very interesting ride, but a, a lot of fun. I wouldn't change a thing about it. Okay, well, obviously, as I said, I have a ton of Real Housewives questions for you, and I kind of want to pick your brain too, just as far as filming goes. Do you like filming? I do. I enjoy it because I feel like it's my it's my regular life, and they follow my regular life. And everyone thinks Housewives is scripted. It is none of the above. They, they really do what's happening in your real life and incorporate it into the show and the relationships. And I always say it's a study in sociology about the way women interact. And unfortunately, women with strong opinions can get into fights. And, and I enjoy it very much. I don't, you know, do I want to look good every day? No. Do I look good every day on camera? Absolutely not. Everyone always says, oh, my God, did I fix yourself? Do this. Well, everybody in the world doesn't look beautiful every single day. So I just like to be my real self. So it's not so rough. Oh, I think that's so true. The hardest part for me is having to get dressed and try to look good <laughs> every time we film. What would you say your favorite part of filming is? I would say, I think normal people would say, I guess the trips. I guess the trips are fun. Even though they're stressful, they're also a lot of fun. Yeah, some shit goes down on y'all's trips. Yes. You know, I think the women mixed with alcohol, you're tired. Crazy things come out on trips, your bonding, intimate time. But we have a lot of good times on the trips also. I could sleep the whole time on the plane on a nice long plane ride. You're sitting in. Oh, you're a good plane sleeper? Oh, the best. You know, you're sitting in first class. 
It's fabulous. Okay, what would you say your least favorite part of filming is? My least favorite part of filming is hurry up, get, you know, we're rushing to places. I think that's, I, you know, that's probably the thing to constantly not be able to wear. I feel guilty if I wear the same clothes. <laughs> oh, yeah. You yeah. can't wear the same outfit twice ever. <laughs> yes. You wear the outfit because then everyone's like, I need to lie in with that outfit. Always to be feeling you have to look good. But that's eh, nothing really phases me that much. Just the exhaustion. I always say the exhaustion, which is my word, a combination of exhaustion and nausea. But yes, exhaustion. I even had a sweat. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to start using that. Yeah, I had a sweatshirt that made, just says that I had it made for myself. Exhaustion. That word covers it, right? Doesn't that cover the way you feel sometimes, the nauseousness and the exhaustion? I mean, it truly does cover it. That's that you're so exhausted, you're nauseous. Exactly. I get that a lot by the end of the day. Sometimes people have a lot more energy than I have. I don't know. I guess maybe because they work out. Like Teresa, she needs like three hours worth of sleep. And I, I'm like, <laughs> And I need like 10. I'm like, oh, I need to get up. And these girls don't have hair extensions and I don't. So their hair looks, you know, a lot better than mine. They don't have to wash it every day. Yeah, but you have those pigtails. So I got the power pigtails. I got the power pigtails. Yes. Okay. So you're on your second season of Real Housewives, right? Yeah. We finished, I finished my second season. It's airing now. I am in my second season of filming Very Cavallari right now. You just finished filming or you're filming it? You just finished. No, no, no. We're filming right now. Do you have any advice for me going into a second season of filming? You're currently filming right now. I think just, I'm sure you're killing it. Just be yourself and don't, you know, sometimes people say your sophomore season, you change your personality but I think, you're, I think, you're, I don't think you will, or I, you know, I know I didn't, I feel like I'm exactly the same, especially now that I'm watching myself. People always say this sophomore season is the roughest. I think if we get through this and you get through this, you'll be perfectly fine. I think the harder thing is people think sometimes they know you in every intimate detail of your life and, and people judge you. I think if you have very thick skin, to be on a show, I happen to be very lucky. And a, and a strong sense of self. I happen to be lucky that I have very thick skin. Because people say thick shit. Oh, my God. Right? People are the worst. I know. I would never. The things people say to me, I don't think I'd say to my worst enemy. I, and, I, and I mean that. I would never say to anybody. It's always the people with the private profiles that you can't really see anything about them. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Okay, so people love your mom. They had a ton of questions about Marge Sr. So let's talk about her for a bit. Oh, thank you. The Marge Senior. I know. Everybody loves the Senior. Well, she just had a facelift recently, right? How is she doing? How did that go? She is doing fabulous. Marge Senior looks good. She's all healed. She looks a lot younger. She feels great. She's probably upset she didn't do it any sooner. But she's, you know, it was a big recovery. I mean, they basically ripped off her whole face. They did everything. They gave her a lip lift. They gave her the deep plain facelift. They lowered her forehead. I mean, it was, it was, it was crazy. So she, she had, she was home for a good two weeks, two and a half weeks. And she didn't look good for a good five weeks. Right. I watched that episode mm -hmm. actually. And I, I think you referred to her as like tales from the crypt. <laughs> yes. She just looks, she looks scary. Okay. How's the home renovation going? Oh God. I just had a builder here today. It was so funny because People don't realize I live on a very big piece of property, which they don't show. I own um, the property next door to me, which is really attached to my property. So 
we've been trying to sell that for a while because when we bought this, I didn't know it was going on the show. So we were going to do build next door to us, sell that, and then renovate our house. Well, I get on this crazy show and there, and you know, I was like, oh my God, we got to start renovating our house right away. But we were doing all these other projects in the meanwhile. So my renovations are going very, very slow because Joe is working on all this other stuff in the meanwhile. So it's like the truth is I'm still living in my closet, which you see this season. And I'm just like, I said, I'm not going into the next season doing this. I said, under no circumstance am I doing Right. I can't imagine filming and having all those people doing construction in your house. Well, literally, it's like you can't be doing all this stuff. That's why I said I called in someone outside. I was like, Joe, I cannot live like this. I said, we have to do something. Either blow it up, do something so crazy. But we have, we have a lot going on, which I think people don't realize. But it's, you know, you can't do everything at once. And that's my real life. We cannot do everything at once. Right, because Joe's a contractor, right? Joe is a contractor. He's more of a plumbing contractor, plumbing electri- ele- uh, electrical contractor. But he has people who do the other stuff. But yes, all the Joes on this show are contractors. Oh, my God. I love that so much. Um, actually, our mutual friend that hooked this up for me, is a producer on your show and he's also a producer on Mary Cavallari and he loves all the Joes and says that they should actually be Real Housewives characters or Real Housewives themselves. I know we're very lucky and Stephen Drew is the best. I mean he's a great producer. Don't we love him? So much. I love him so much. Oh my god. He cracks me up beyond belief. I just love him so much. I have I've had such good times with him. I mean he's literally the funniest person I know. Okay, so let's talk about you and some of the ladies. You and Dolores are mending your relationship. Tell us everything. Yes, Dolores and I, I feel, are a lot better. Shockingly, uh, people don't realize we're very similar. I mean, she's a little tougher than I am, Dolores, because, you know, she's hardcore. Like, I can't be, you know, I'm a little scared if she gets mad. But we're very similar. We both get along great with our ex-husbands. We're both, she's very, very charitable, very into charity. I am also um, involved in quite a few charities. We just, and I think we both tell it like it is. She might be, a, you know, a little more direct in a tougher way, but she's, she's a good person. I happen to really like Dolores. So we're, we've really worked on our relationship and, you know, you see it evolve, which is great. And I think with, you know, she just, um, I think last year she probably would have been closer to me, but it was a, it was a rough situation. Oh, right, because Dolores and Danielle don't get along, right? Danielle and also her friend was on the show, The Unmentionable Coop. Ah, Siggy, right. Yeah. We won't, yeah, 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 I can't, I, you, mentioned, you mentioned her name, it's like I'm afraid, like my roof will cave in. I know, I know, crazy. So basically what she said, or what Danielle said, was that you and Dolores were only getting along because you bonded over the same thing. Like, she got cheated on, and then you cheated on your husband? So that was supposed to make you guys compatible? Yes, yes. It was It was very for really no reason, just because she doesn't want me to be friends with Dolores. Like, I should have nothing in common with her, which we're not in high school. Like I said, we're not conjoined twins. We're not Twinkies. And I would never do that. And she, everything hurts her. Everything's a personal affront. Uh, I don't operate that way. I mean, did that hurt your feelings, though? It was, it was, I was insulted, but I was like, you know, take it from where it comes. I mean, you know, that's her MO. I mean, this is coming from, you know, I I could really say vicious things, but I'll I'll save it. (laughs) I mean, 
I mean, this woman is engaged 19 times, you know, 20 times. So, well, I mean, who, please. Right. I mean, we could actually go on and on about this. There's a lot to throw out there and I'm going to save it. Yes. (laughs) I love what Joe Gorga said. Mm -hmm. He said something about, it was like between her legs was the power or I can't remember, but something like that. Yeah. He was like the power, the power of the puss. I said, I know. I mean, what does she have going on between there? Jesus. I I mean, seriously, it must be some magical powers i'll give her that it's like the platinum vagine <laughs> yep yes <laughs> you're absolutely right platinum vagine velvet vagine but you know she doesn't have the keeping power that's the only difference right so she can suck them in but suck them in but they don't they don't, they don't literally but they, they doesn't stay because she's getting divorced though so. wait she's getting divorced you do, oh, do you not know that? It's yeah, like public information. Oh, yeah, it's what? No, I did not know that. Yes, after 10, after 10 weeks. You didn't know that? No. Oh, my God. Oh my I'm dying. What? Oh, but everybody knows. It's all over the papers. I mean, I'm shook. Not even going to lie. I'm shook. Okay, so back to Steven, who we both know. Um, he told me that you and Joe have just the best relationship. You guys are the cutest couple, and you're just so in love. Oh, that's so sweet. We, yes, we're very, um, a happy little couple. Joe, luckily for me, is a stage five clinger, elevated stage 27 on certain days. And he's very lovey dovey. I found my soulmate for sure. He's my dream man. We're just, we were meant to be together. And sometimes I think in your second marriage, you know, a lot more, you know, the mistakes you made the first time you've learned from them, you know, how precious relationships and and life can be. And we both know that. Yeah. I'm very, very lucky. We're a happy little couple. We are, we're a good team. So talk us through how you guys got together, because obviously we know it was a little unconventional and that you guys were both married, right? When you first met? Yeah, we were both married to other people. Yes. Like, was it just like a love at first sight kind of thing? Or how did that go? We were, it wasn't like everybody wants some like, love you, you know, sex story. He came in, he cleaned the pipes, you know, one of the. Yes, but that, yeah, that's not what happened at all. We, he did come in to work in my house. I knew him previously just from parties and things like that, but we never had deep conversation, but he did work in my house. Well, we would talk every day. We were, we were in love before we ever even fooled around. We had deep conversation. We became best friends and, you know, we were very attracted to each other, but it took a very long time before we got together, months and months and months. And then we realized you know, we're in love before I even ever even kissed him. And as soon as we got together, we realized we had to be together. And it was, and we knew a lot, it was going to be heartbreaking, but no one leaves a happy marriage. We wouldn't have been together. Yeah. It's not, no one leaves a happy marriage, neither of us. And if one person's unhappy, you know, for sure the other person's unhappy. And yeah, that's a misconception. I adore him. I love him. He's the father of my kids. He's amazing. He's a great friend. He is my family as far as I'm concerned. We will always be close. I love him. We had an amazing run, but we were not meant to be married. As be- I mean, for the time being, we were, but not for the long haul. We were very different people. He loved the concept of me, the theory of me, but I made him nuts. And he made me nuts. Wait, tell me more about that. What do you mean he loved the concept of you? 
Because I feel like I deal with that a lot. Like, guys, the idea of me sounds great to them. And then maybe it's like you get in a relationship and they love the idea of someone who works a lot or has their own thing going on. And then they get in their relationship and they realize what that actually looks like. And yeah, it's not so appealing anymore. Yes. No, I also think it's just like you're a gorgeous girl, you know, you yourself. And it's like everybody wants a dynamo. But a dynamo is a lot to handle. So I listen, I'm out there. Um, I'm kooky. I'm fun. Life, you know, I, I'm always wanting to be the life of the party. I'm very spontaneous. I'm a very big risk taker with business, with everything. I And he was very risk adverse. And nothing, um, nothing to me really is a big deal short of uh, illness. I'm always late for the airport. I'm chronically late. He's chronically early. I, and I just think I was so different. So he would get, he would love the concept of me. Yes, this is the girl I love. I think I was a lot that he would want to be meaning just a little more carefree, not a lot of worries on their head. Like I'm always like, you'll be okay. You'll be fine. We'll make it happen. I always say I'm delusionally optimistic and then it always works out. He just, he just did not have that in them. And I think a lot of people are attracted to that, but truthfully it could, maybe it's hard to live with. Right. So maybe it's just not compatible realistically. Yes. And I just think it's just like, yes, the concept of someone like me is a great person to love, but maybe not to live with for everybody where Joe embraces someone like me and finds an entertaining and, and sees my magic Jan could just not live with it. So you feel like Joe just completely accepts you as yourself. Oh, for, totally. He never, he never wants to change me minus, you know, he doesn't like my boobs out on a plate. Yes. Or otherwise and you say he's the tip police, but besides that, we're great. So any updates on the kids front? I have, um, I have kids with, I actually have a natural born son also, which does not go on the show. We don't really talk about because he doesn't want any part of the show. But we also, yes, I have three stepkids from my first marriage. They're very, they're older than you. (laughs) They're grown adults. So two um, aren't speaking to me. There is a little movement, but not where I'd want it to be. Definitely texting, but we've always been texting it's not for lack of love. It's just there's a lot of um, water under the bridge. I raised them. Their own mother wasn't around. I was with them since they were 8, 14, and 16. And now they're 43, 41, and 38. So they're, they're you know, and I'm 51. So we've a long, we've had a long, long life together. And it's, it's emotionally draining. So that's the only thing. It's, it's hard. It is heartbreaking, especially now we're at the holidays. This time of the year is hard for me, for sure. Well, I know for me and just for everyone else listening, I think that we all just wish you the best with that situation and just hope that you guys can make contact or work it out. Oh, thank you. Mm. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. No, you know, families are complicated. And I always say we had an we had an amazing family and we just, you know, it's hard. I think that's hard. And and I never left my family. And I just think when the dynamic changes, it's, it's hard to give up. Yes. Families are messy. Um, Speaking of messy, let's talk about Siggy. Is she on Twitter uh, thinking her, your tagline is about her? 
Yeah, uh, she obviously does think my tagline's about her, which it isn't, but that's what narcissists think. They think everything about right. that. <laughs> the taglines are always about the current season. And my tagline is, I can make you laugh or I can make you cry. Your choice. And the truth is, I make a lot of people laugh this season, and I make them cry. She's not the only crybaby in the world. And, of course, she would... I mean, you've already made Danielle cry, so... <laughs> I Danielle cries. I mean, other people cry. It's so... She always thinks everything's about her, and I think she's just trying to stay relevant. And she, it's it's unfortunate, but you know, there's no place for mental illness on uh, Housewives. <laughs> in my, that's in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, I truly think that Danielle's dogs were more sad to see you go than she was. <laughs> I love her dogs. She's the cutest dogs, Paradise and Fendi. They're adorable. I am going to say Danielle has very cute dogs. She's she's very cute. Listen, Danielle, when she's great, she's fabulous. And she's a lot of fun. But those moments are few and far in between. And that's the, that's the unfortunate part. And and I really, and we had a great friendship, and I really loved her. But, you know, everybody forewarned me she was going to flip. I mean, Dolores could give me the I told you so. I've apologized numerous times to her. It's almost like she wooed you in as well. It does. It happens to the best one, but I got over it. I got over it. Oh, Lord. Okay, Margaret, where can people find you? My Instagram, uh, the real Margaret Josephs at Instagram. Margaret Josephs on Twitter. My company is the Macbeth Collection. So, and that's it. Can you shop the Macbeth Collection online? People can shop it online. Not everything. We're going to have everything available online, but you know, we sell to retailers across the country. The luggage is available um, online on our website now. We'll have the cosmetic bags up. Clothing will be available coming out in February. A great, great clothing line. But we're going to use that label of Margaret Joseph's. We have pajamas coming out. We have our pajamas out. So we have a lot of good stuff. Yeah, and all of these sound like really good gift ideas. So, you know, luggage, all of that stuff. Definitely make sure to check this out. Margaret, thank you so much for being here. I know... For me, you fulfilled a lot of Real Housewives fantasies. <laughs> thank you so so much. Thanks for thanks for having me on. And I'll and I'll talk to you soon. I'm so excited to see your next season. Very Cavalier season two, and you're gonna rock it. Yes, Very Cavalier season two. You guys check it thanks out. Thanks so much. Bye bye. Thanks so much to Margaret Josephs, and thank you guys so much for listening. Check her out on The Real Housewives of New Jersey. It's currently on Bravo. And always tune in to Very Cavalry. Coming soon. Season 2. Bye.